Yeah! How about that? We made it through a live imaging Tuesday. We made it through the first pickleball prep session. Yes. I'm ready to go, Sleet. Did you get out and run some laps last night after your basketball okay. game? <clears throat> this is not a joke. Yesterday, I'm walking back to my car at SDSU and um, stopped by a couple of the fraternities. I said, bro, you're way too old. Kept walking. <laughs> and then got to uh, – th- so they built – I didn't even realize this – they had their gym right in front of Viejas Arena. That's where San Diego State plays. They built this just beautiful, beautiful facility. I guess that's what happens when you have 50,000 or I don't know how many students they have. And, Quite a few. Yeah, and Trav, you know, uh, tuitions, you <laughs> yeah, say it's I've, not that cheap. Al, how does my building look? I've, I've chipped well, in a yeah. nice chunk of change to that building. It must be pretty nice. I was looking for your plaque. I was like, <laughs> there, there has to be a Travis Rogers plaque here somewhere. Kelly um, Rogers. Uh, <laughs> so I so – I, I um, am walking back towards my car, and I look, and there's kind of like a couple glass doors. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. You know, all this kind of looks new. And I put my head in. And I'm like, oh, what is this, a volleyball court? Is this a basketball? Pickleball. <laughs> really? Pickleball. <laughs> indoor pickleball. Indoor pickleball. There's uh, maybe three, four Why do you need indoor pickleball courts. in San Diego, for goodness sakes? It's San Diego. It's 80 degrees every day. Uh, have you not seen the weather this week? <laughs> I get it. There's a week Everything's where indoor. there's a week where it's like 65 instead of 80, and it's it's misting. I understand that, but it's San Diego for God's sake. Yeah, they. Uh, but I did see. So after all that, I'm were like, there people really? playing? No, nobody, not a soul. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a soul in that entire gym. And in my head, I'm saying to myself, am I, either that was a complete waste of money or nobody plays pickleball at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, I would think that the uh, local college population probably has other plans at 10 p.m. on a on a night to, other than going and playing a little pickleball. And that, fellas, uh, <laughs> Taco Tuesday and PB, or you want to go get some pickleball? Right, it was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. How was your game last night? Yo, game was pretty fun. I, I hadn't been to an SCSU game in a while. They um they beat you know Nevada. That's just what they do when you're ranked top twenty five. That's just kind of kind of what you do. Sure. Um, but the game was fun. I hadn't been there in a long time. I went with a buddy of mine that him and I used to go to school together there, and he's in town. Blah blah blah. Caught up with him so much. Him and I like I found myself during the game. We're having just long. We haven't we haven't seen each other in a really long time. Having long extended conversations. I'm like, we just missed half of the first half. Do you want to stop talking for a second? Or what, you missed half the first half. Was the score eight to six? Come on, <laughs> man. Come on. I know they're not it's the not most EVM fourteen to twelve explosive <laughs> offensive crew out there. You probably weren't that far off. <laughs> no, I, the score probably look, wasn't that far off. I have a TV. I accidentally will run into a college basketball game on TV occasionally, and uh, it's like, oh, there's five minutes to go in the second half of the game. What's that? Thirty-eight to thirty-seven. This is uh, this is a barn burner. What if I told you? Okay, guess guess how many? Guess what the score was? Yet SESU won by nine. The, the so, final score they won by nine. Uh, yes, fifty-nine to fifty. That's so jacked up. Why? <laughs> Because you're, you know, the fact that you're going that low on purpose is just, I, I don't know how it? to respond. 74 65. Oh, that's not bad. That's about right. That's about what it should be. UVA's was a little closer. What did UVA do? 65 uh, to 58 funny. over North Carolina. Yeah, that's about yeah, They got in the 70s. So that's a real game. That, that's a, that, that's about what it should be. Every game should be that. That counts in the standings. They don't, if, if you get. <laughs> If you're under 60, it doesn't count. By the way, when I said 59 to 50, I was actually going a little high because I thought that you were asking me because it was going to be particularly low. I thought it might be in the 40s, but yeah, that's that sounds about right. All right, I know this is not um, Aztec talk from 
10 a.m. to 11 a.m. I know that, but I will say, if it, this is basically college football in, or college basketball in a nutshell, and especially San Diego State. Trav, I don't. Well, these schools go up by seven, eight points. They just stop playing offense the entire second half. But we just got to hold on to the ball. <laughs> San Diego State loses tournament uh, tournament games every year because they have a six point lead with fifteen minutes left to go, and they're Four like, quarters. "Well, let's <laughs> let's slow it down, guys. Oh, let's that's slow it. it down." What was it like? I know school's not in session. Was it kind of empty? I'd say. 70% maybe? That's pretty good. 70% full? That's pretty good. 70% full for a 70-point game. That's, yes. That's, that's how it goes. That you get that correct. building filled up, you might get into the 80s. That's, uh, it feels like had that's you, what it's supposed to be. By the way, have be. you been? You ever been there, Viejas Arena? I have not been. I've been on campus and seen Viejas Arena. I've never been yep. inside. It's kind of old school. You know those... Um, Is those, it old? It's not that old, but it's old enough. But just the design of it. You know those bowls where you just feel like you're on top of the court. Yeah. It's very much like, I like that. that. And a lot of these stadiums are not, you know, they're not building them like that anymore. But in a weird way, I'm with you. I actually kind of really like that vibe. If you're a player, you feel like, geez, the fans are literally right behind me. All right, more, most importantly, you left uh, L.A. right after yeah. our show yesterday. So what time did you get on the freeway? One thirty ish give or take? So I didn't know this, and this is my great timing and uh, Google Pixel. Do you want to let me know I have a meeting coming up, or do you want to just give me a heads up on this? So Tommy Tommy and I had a um, – we were going to uh, do a quick little, like, 15-minute meeting. Anyways, I didn't leave till closer to one fifty. Okay. So that now we're getting dangerous. Now you're you know you're 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 getting a little uh, concerned here with the drive. So I'm assuming your question is how long did it take me? It's, we, we were going to get there eventually. Yeah, I'm curious because okay. I, I I go halfway there right every day. I go halfway there. It was wide open yesterday. I never touched the brakes. So I'm assuming you had a pretty easy drive. Took me about two oh five. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, two oh five. That kind of bumps me out. I kind of was I hoping that there would be like uh, overturned truck at Camp I, Pendleton I where there's no way to get off, there's nowhere to turn around. That you're just kind of pinned. No, in I there. understand. I understand. And that this morning you'd be doing the show from your phone. That you, we'd basically have to link you in via FaceTime, and and, and you'd just be sitting there on your phone doing the show. So when you set it up, when you started with the, so you know what it take. I was about to say you're going to be disappointed. Because I knew you weren't going to say, Alan, I'm so happy it only took you 205. Oh, no, not at all. No. If you were I was looking for. against you the entire you can, way. <laughs> I, I, I completely understand. I completely understand. I, I mean, if, if I could have put a four in front, that's when I feel like you would have got warm inside. Oh, four, that's a. You know what I mean? That, because that that's unusual, but not yes. totally unusual. It, it, yes. it could have easily happened. Like, three and change is kind of routine, especially in the middle of the day. There's a work day, all those things. But once you get into four, that's like, oh, yeah, you got a bad draw. I, it's one of those where, you know, I could see you right now through the Zoom. If I'd have said, Trav, if I'd have started the show, you wouldn't believe what happened yesterday on my drive. I feel <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like you would have kind of started sitting back in your chair and say, please tell me more. <laughs> I was hoping for another rogue tire. There, there, there was a lot, a lot of things that could have happened to you on the drive down there. The last time you went, you had a bit of an adventure. That this went as smoothly as it did is a little, and that you got a pretty good game and all of those things. Well, it all what, worked out for you. How me driving on? I think it was a Saturday. I think it was a Saturday morning in a peaceful, quiet, nobody on the road. Hit the road early. How? 
all hell broke loose during that environment. And yesterday, when it was raining <laughs> on a Tuesday, a it was smooth sailing. That's a very good point. I hadn't Explain that really thought me. about yesterday, it like that. Uh, Slee, you you quote tweeted something that ESPN LA uh, went out like you know they're talking about halfway through the NBA season. For, for some reason, I just looked at I glanced at it like very quickly, and I thought it yeah. said, "Oh, we're at the halfway point." And I thought you were halfway from <laughs> LA to San Diego, and it was like five p.m. And I was like, "No, no, 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 no." Okay, no. okay, good. See, no, it, no halfway had, point there. Had that been the case, like half, not to get too detailed. My house is almost literally, it's like a mile off the exact halfway point. What's the longitude between, and latitude? <laughs> between LA and Sandy. It's almost exactly halfway between. And then if you were at the halfway point at five o'clock, I would have been just ecstatic because I would know how much more time you had to get to, I would to have San camped, Diego. I would have camped out in. Um, any of the military bases that are out there, I would have just pulled over and said, guys, I'm in. Just sign me up. I'm uh, I'm coming in the military. Um, you were brought up yesterday for a quick second because of how far you are from, you know, from the station. I was with uh, Cousin Slee yesterday. Nice. Right? And I told him, because he was, I forget what the conversation was. I tell him I'm driving down, blah, blah. Met up with him a little bit later. And he, I'm like, yeah, Trav drives is it 60 or 65? 66. Okay. I'm like, 65 each way. He's like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, no, he drives 65 miles each way. He's like, I don't understand what that means. First of all, I'm like, 66. I don't either. 66. Yeah, 66. Right, because like, you're, you're shorting me 10 miles a week by going it to 65. That's right. <laughs> that, that, and 10 miles is not nothing. You shorted me 10 miles a week. Right? That's a that's a really good response. Yeah, that, that, I'm not, really not going to let you sit here and call it 65. Absolutely it's not. not. It is definitely 66. Some good news, Lee. Um, Demar Hamlin discharged from the hospital. He's home. He, went, he obviously went from Cincinnati to Buffalo and was getting treatment in Buffalo as well. He was the, the announcement was made this morning. Demar Hamlin discharged, and I, I know I mentioned this to you early uh, early in the week. I, I would expect to see him when they play the Dolphins this weekend. I don't know if he'll be in a suite on the sidelines, have his jersey on, or whatever. But I, I think it's it's probably pretty likely that we see Demar Hamlin in the stadium in Buffalo for their playoff game this weekend. Has it been, if I'm right, eight days, something like that? Uh, right? eight, nine, nine, yeah. days. nine this days. This is the ninth day. Yeah. Not even nine full days. Right. And here we are. This is the front of ESPN.com. Damar Hamlin discharged and all the uh, kind of stories and nuances that come with it. And they kind of walk you through everything that's happened. And then they, they tell you about the GoFundMe toy drive, the Chasing Millions Foundation. And we're sitting here today and able to have that entire conversation. Pretty damn cool, man. Pretty damn cool. It is fantastic. And you know that the lift that they're going to get. Look, if they got a lift knowing that he was healthy, right? And they return not one but two kickoffs for touchdowns against Jeez. the Patriots in Week 18. I can't imagine what it's going to be. The energy and the, the love and everything else in that building that's going to take place this weekend. That's uh, just great news i just awesome. ne- never in a million years thought that we'd be having a conversation about this and laughing and smiling and being excited about what we're going to see as opposed to crying and just feeling absolutely mm-hmm. dreadful about what we had seen on monday night football so that is just terrific news uh, up and down the board all right um lincoln riley made an announcement about his defensive coordinator and that he's going to stay i didn't know he had one he well he's got one and okay. uh we'll, that, we'll, i thought he's gonna have the same one i don't know if that's a good idea or not they or whether budgeted he, that position <laughs> maybe they'll just you know give it to an intern he can come in on wednesdays after class and put up a, a defensive plan we'll get into that next it's travis lee 710 espn 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Did you watch uh, Christmas Vacation or something over the holiday, Taylor? Does this get you excited for that one? No, it just reminds me of Slee driving down the road. <laughs> it is. It's funny. This is one of those songs that you just hear instantly think of the vacation movies. Yeah. Every single time, Slee. And then here comes Christy Brinkley and her red Ferrari, and it's, you know, everybody's happy. That's how it works. As long as Taylor can envision me on the 5 to the 405 to the 805 to the 8, then we're good. I picture you in the family truckster, the uh, split P family truckster with the double stacked headlights. <laughs> I, I feel like that's the right vehicle for you. Yeah, I had my, so I'm, I'm, we all do this. We're obviously putting our navigation on on our way to wherever we go. If I, if I go to uh, crypto uh, from Pasadena, I still have my navigation on. Why? I'm not sure, but. Maybe it's telling me that I, I, I need to go a different route. Have it on, it. I have it on yesterday, Trav. And I don't know how many different times. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's my internet. I don't know. It just kept like reloading. And it was telling me. And I'm like, look, you already told me the 405. If, if you <laughs> need me to go right <laughs> if you need me to go 91 or whatever other free. I need to know now. I got 2.3 <laughs> miles. Like. You start getting all stressed out looking at your phone while you're going. That's pretty great. All right, a couple of things uh, coming up in about a half an hour from right. Let's call it 40 minutes. Uh, yep. No, excuse me, 30, 25 minutes. Let's call it 25. Ask Jorge. So Jorge is going to come in. He's going to be our Ask Jorge subject for today. So go ahead and send those at Travis Rogers, at Alan Sliwa. Of course, you can call 877-710-ESPN. And just like we've done the first couple of days this week, we are giving away tickets to the 2023 Genesis Invitational at the iconic Riviera Country Club. Plus, if you win, you will qualify for the grand prize, a chance to play in a foursome with... Me, right? Me at Riviera. I promise you will have a great time. I'm a Slee, I don't know if you know this about me. I'm a great hang on the golf course. I am a very yeah, right. fun guy to play golf with. Personality is a little awkward. <laughs> you will have a great time. We'll have a couple of beers. It'll be a great day. Roars, the Riv, be there as PGA Tour Golf returns to LA February 16th through the 19th. Get your tickets at GenesisInvitational.com. Um I got, I got a tweet I'm gonna read you real quick. Yeah, hit me. This is this makes me sit back and just think. Big E. So Trav drives 660 miles a week in silence. Yep. Take that for a second. Just kind of think about 660 miles in complete silence. Yeah. Emily, Emily, I'm a little a nervous lot. when I hear that. I do when I hear that, that, I get a little scared. <laughs> Trav, you listen to stuff on the way in, right? Like you're kind of Every prepping for the show. So I think Every at least one leg has some sound, but I think the second leg is you processing. I would say the the ride in is 100% there is something on that is work or quasi-work related. And then on the way home, it's like 
50 percent of the time i'll listen to something and 50 percent of the time it's quiet and once in a blue moon I'll, I'll call my folks or something and check in and have a little conversation do you put the window down a little just to have like a little noise too noisy you know my car's nice and you know the silverado's nice and quiet just kind of glides along it's a, it's a sure. it's a wonderful reflection chamber it's terrific I'm meditating. <laughs> Meditate. Kind of. There, there's yeah. a little bit of a of a Zen thing going on there for sure. Um, I've already drafted two of my uh, buddies into my pickleball regimen that we're gonna we're gonna start um, once the Practicing. courts dry out a little bit. We're gonna get out there and start to work on my game. What's what's your plan of attack? Oh, I have a tournament starting this weekend, Saturday, seven a.m. No, no, up I in I don't Riverside. Want you to make a joke. Just a second, let me finish here. Seven a.m. <laughs> in Riverside. We're we're going seven to eleven a.m. and then. Um, and then I'm done. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Now that you're done with that, what are you really going to do? <laughs> uh, I do not have a plan yet. Come on, Slee. I've I have. Yesterday, when we finished our show, I did not think about it until you just mentioned it. Now <laughs> it's my fear. <laughs> However, um, I'm I'm going to practice. I'm going to go. There's a. I think I mentioned this yesterday. There's a pickleball court out in Pasadena. So let me. You know, let me kind of uh, figure it out. But I'll get out there. I don't have anybody to play with. But. <laughs> Well, you just look. I, I will. I will bring my paddle, and we we can go to Pasadena, and we can play a little bit along the way, and we'll we'll, we'll figure something. I need you. I need you to have hit that ball for a few weeks leading up to our championship run through the uh, ESPN LA pickleball madness. No, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll get ready. Just this hit is, against the wall. This is huge. Annoy your neighbors. <laughs> it, it doesn't. See, here's the problem that you need to hit it back with another person. That ball. It's not like a tennis ball or a racquetball where you can smack it around by yourself. The thing doesn't travel fast enough i'm already i'm already developing a strategy slee listen i'm 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 going to practice i just right now at this stage i've given zero percent thought to it but i will practice at some point you play like you practice right perfect practice makes perfect play yes just so you know these things amen i can't have you showing up there like which end of this racket do i hold (laughs) 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 you show up with like a racquetball racket or a cricket bat or something like that Uh, that's how you're gonna do it. So we can't use this i need you to be ready i need you to be ready you know what's gonna happen right what that i'm gonna show up i'm gonna tear my acl like the opening point don't say that oh no (laughs) don't say that <laughs> the the very Don't we're gonna that. serve or we're gonna be receiving serve and I'm gonna make a move to go get that ball and my Achilles or my yep. ACL is just gonna go bing and, and I'm gonna like, say you're out no I'm gonna yell no mercy keep him on the court <laughs> I'll be running I'll be hopping around I'll be like Kobe I'll go to the uh, the service line and I'll continue to play for one more point before I come out of the street clothes Trav <laughs> that's right that's right look if I get through the training regimen this will be uh, this will be a miracle accomplishment league. itself absolutely absolutely all right so. USC, Emily and I were talking about this this morning, Slee. Did USC over or underachieve this year? Because I think you can make a case for either of those two answers. As you see them, the season that they had, was that an overachievement or an underachievement? If I had to, you know, okay, it's not the best answer, but this is, this is how I genuinely feel. I don't think they underachieved, and I don't think they overachieved. I, I, and I know that I, I, we don't want to hear a middle answer, but I really actually believe that I can make a case obvious, obviously either way, but I feel like it was an average season because Lincoln Riley comes in. Nobody's saying you got to go win a national championship in your first year, but they started playing like at school or they started playing like a, you know, a football program where 
they convinced you at least that, hey, they're probably going to get to the the, uh, the Rose Bowl. And by the way, if they get to the Rose Bowl, what an unbelievable accomplishment. Not only did they not get to the, to the college football playoff, but they didn't get to a Rose Bowl. And then they lost the exact same way that they've lost in any of their other games yeah. in the uh, in the bowl game. So the, you could look at the, the strides that they made, but I don't think I can say they overachieved, overachieved, and I could also look at a year ago and say I don't think they underachieved. Yeah, I think that's it. I think the question, if you ask the question at the start of the season, it was a, it was an incredible overachievement. That they were in the Final Four with a week to go is extraordinary. That they were in the Final Four with a week to go and lost by giving up a million points to Utah is an underachievement. It's it's both of them at the same time, which is why I thought that the announcement that uh, defensive coordinator Alex Grinch is staying um, was... I don't want to say it's a huge surprise because this is what Lincoln Riley does, but he said that he went through a deep dive of the program and he came back and thinks that they do not need to make a change at that coaching uh, position. Now, here's love, love, by the way, love the deep dive. Deep dive. Yeah. Deep, what did you look at the box score from Utah and UCLA? Is that what you did? Did you look at all the missed <laughs> tackles that happened? Jesus. Guys, we did a deep dive. And once you say deep dive, it kind of clears everything else. We watched the highlights on YouTube of Cam Rising tearing us up two games in a row. That's what that's what we did in our our deep dive. Um Okay, fine. It's one year, and everybody gets a chance to do better in their second year than they do in the first year. That's that's normal. And they had a great first year, all things considered. The problem is, Slee, the guy that's telling me that everything's okay yep. is the same guy that has had this same problem, really, from the moment he showed up in college football. This, the season we got out of SC is exactly the same season that they had multiple times at Oklahoma when he was the head coach. And what that is is a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback who is incredibly dynamic and fun to watch. Yep. Think, you know, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield. Um, a team that is super fun to watch because they score a ton of points. And a team that absolutely can't get a stop when they have to have it. A team that will lose a game or two every single season, not because you know you had a weird day and you lost twenty-one to seventeen, but because somebody got forty-nine on the day that you got forty-eight. That that that's the exact formula that he's had. And the guy that's done that over and over and over again, telling me that, oh no no no, this time will be different. Slee, how many times have you heard me say, I'm just going to go by what I've seen, not by what you're telling me. And what I've seen is this season, multiple times out of Lincoln Ryan, he tell me it's going to be okay. I don't believe him. Okay, here's my question. Let's say, so next season comes, and nothing changes again. They have three losses again. The losses that they have is because they give up a ton of points. He obviously has the backing of his um, defensive coach, his defensive coordinator. Today we can – I could sit here today and tell you, all right, Lincoln Riley, if you want to live and die with this dude and if you want to say that those games where you gave up 43 or you gave up 37 or 35 or 45 or 47 because that's literally some of the games that they sure. gave up. It's all these points. If the same thing happens a year – if we're sitting here a year later and Lincoln Riley's now two years in, and the same problems that he had. Because if I want to make an argument for Lincoln Riley, I could sit here and say, guys, he just got here. I know he's not going to go change his defensive coordinator, but maybe there's more talent coming. Maybe there's more continuity. Maybe this, maybe that. Let me just kind of look at it as the glass half full. What happens in a year from now if we're sitting here and it's the same exact conversation and nothing changed? I, 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 I asked you that, Trav, because 
then I start asking myself, do you got the right coach? I, listen, I'm a fan of Lincoln Riley. Everybody is. Sure. And it's it's absolutely ridiculous to say that he's not a incredibly successful college football coach. But if the goal for USC is, we got to be in that top four. If the goal for USC is, we're about to go get into a conference where Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State and some of those other great programs are in it as well, if he does not adjust and a year from today we're sitting at the exact same spot, I don't know what will ever change with Lincoln Riley because you you laid it out. What's the difference between what he was doing in Oklahoma to what he none. did in his first season? L- literally none. <laughs> the only difference is is that he has, I don't want to say access, there are more college football caliber talents slash NFL, potential NFL caliber talent in his backyard. That Los Angeles and California, Southern California, sure. has far more players than the surrounding areas of Norman, Oklahoma. So he's got. They're all trying to get the SoCal players. For sure. But you're competing against Alabama and Georgia and LSU and all these other teams for the kids here. Matt Leinert said something that I thought was pretty interesting. Like, guys, guys are on their way. Just sit tight. Don't worry, mm-hmm. Trojan family. Everything's going to be okay. That, that, that fills me with more confidence than Lincoln Riley tells me. I've done a deep dive on my defense and everything. You know, we're just going to run it back next year. If this was brand new, if Lincoln Riley were um, a guy that had just shown up on the scene or a year or two or had come from a smaller program, he comes from Tulsa or wherever, and SC hires him, and this is the season you get, he says, no, no, don't worry. I know what I'm – yeah, sure. We have a resume. We've seen what the resume looks like, and no one's asking – SC to put together a team that has the you know a defense like Georgia's. You don't have to go and have a sure. a defense that nine Just guys hold your have drafted. own. Hold your own. That's it. Have a mediocre defense. Here, this is great. You know, so there's 131 teams in college football, right? Division one college football. SC was 119th defensively, way near the back end. You know who's right in the middle at number 60? Was it 66? Emily 63. Yeah, 66. Eastern Michigan. Oh Jesus! Okay, you just ha- you have to have a defense like Eastern Michigan's. Mm-hmm. No one's saying you got to be Georgia. No one's saying that you got to have this defense that gives up six points a game and just be Eastern Michigan level good. That doesn't seem like a lot to ask. So then you could win games forty-one twenty-seven, right? Like right. that. That's that's the that could be the difference of you winning the Pac-12. That could be the difference of you getting to the Rose Bowl. That could be the difference of you being in a position where um, you know you're obviously competing for that national. Cha- let, let me just say this: I'm gonna go what Matt let, what with uh, what Liner. Liner just said. I do think, and this is why I'm saying. I'm okay to hear what he's saying, even though it sounds a little ludicrous that you're backing that what what your defense just did this year. I'm okay to say if if you believe in the next year things are going to change, it's Lincoln Riley. This guy didn't come here for one year. He obviously did change the entire program. We spent a lot more time talking about USC than we ever have over the last five years because he made them relevant again. Go look at what the Coliseum We're looked like. We're talking about him today. How about, it, that? <laughs> how about that? You're right. Yeah. He created, helped create a vibe at USC, which hasn't been there in a while. So all that are incredible positives. If they think, guys, talent is coming, all good. Go do your thing. But that's why I just say with the caveat, if a year from today we're looking at the SC schedule and saying, remember when they gave up 55 and 48 and 39, then I don't think anything changed, and I don't know what's going to change down the road. Nothing. 
<laughs> and that's the scariest part. The portal helps. You can get better a lot quicker yeah. than you were able. You don't have to worry about, okay, this kid's 17, and in high school, by the time he's 20 and a junior, he'll be ready to go. This could be, I'll take that guy off Ohio State. I'll take that guy out of you know Rutgers or wherever it is. They can fix it a lot quicker. All right, um, halfway point of the NBA season. Are the mm-hmm. Lakers actually in a much better spot than we ever would have imagined at the halfway point? Plus, uh, we're going to have to play detective again to figure out where Emily lost something. Emily, you need like those little Emily. tiles that track no, everything. No, you do have those. Staple everything to your jacket. <laughs> like when you're a little kid and your mom would pin your things to your jacket. <laughs> so you would come home with your like the note to, to go on the field trip. She'd just pin it to your shirt so you'd make sure to turn it in to the teacher. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. You haven't stumbled across any uh, robotics videos lately, have you? Or at least you haven't been sending them to the group. All right, wasn't there one? trying to think here. Was there one at a Charger game recently? Do you know what I'm talking about? Wasn't there something on Twitter that had like these robots that were sitting... It might have been a bad dream. It could have been a nightmare. Megan, the, the could girls have been a who nightmare. are dancing as Megan uh, at the Rams game? No, I don't think that. Could have yeah. been a nightmare, guys. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm unfamiliar with the... Uh, yeah. the, the to answer your question, Rams the robots are always in my head. <laughs> you should. I, have you not been going on YouTube as much as you used to? Or are you just being um, more selective or what? I think the feed is feeding me less of that. I think I asked some guys, tame it down a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> you can, West, you can YouTube control. management. <laughs> yeah, you can control. I sent an email to YouTube. That's one of my favorite lines in the office where Michael Scott goes, get the guys from YouTube out here to film this. <laughs> it's, it's terrific. Let's try a phone call right here. That's a good line. Let's go to Valencia and Lewis. Lewis, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, guys. I just want you guys to know I'm I'm putting my money on you guys, Travis and Slee, for the uh, pickleball tournament. Thank you, Lou. Guys, going all the way. Yeah, I thought he was going to say Mandy's. I was going to say don't. Fans, listen to some Rocky music. Get prepped. Um, I think for his first year, Lincoln Riley, I mean, I think they kind of overachieved in some spots, underachieved in some spots. Um, you know, they had the best, one of the best offensive lines in the country. I think they were also like number four in turnovers on the defensive side of the ball. But I agree with Matt Liner. I think, you know, as a diehard SC fan, 
it was terrible the last two games. I think they did really good in the regular season and definitely uh, failed in their postseason. But you got to give Alex Grinch, uh, you know, one year. Otherwise, if you're going to fire somebody after one year, you're never going to get somebody good to come in. Um, they're always going to be, you know, fear, fearful for their job. But the guys that they've, you know, signed on the defensive side of the ball this year, those guys are studs. And, you know, we're going to see how good of a coach he is. We're going to see if he can adapt with his, with his schemes. But I think you got to give him one year, just to be fair. You know, let him get his own guys in. you got to remember – they they inherited a terrible defense. Yes, a terrible defense. No, no, they did lose. Thank you for the call and thanks for the support in the uh, pickleball tournament. We'll take everything that we can get in in that regard. Um, it, this is not an Alex Grinch needs to get fired kind of thing for me, Slee. I, I'll, I'll be completely honest. I don't know enough about Alex Grinch to offer you a really sharp Agreed. analysis on he does this well and he does this poorly. I don't know. Th- this I'm coming from a place of I've seen. Lincoln Riley's teams this year at SC and many other years at Oklahoma and it's the same problem it's not a an Alex Grinch problem it's a Lincoln Riley problem either he's misidentifying the players he's misidentifying the coaches to coach the players and they're not improving or a combination of all of those things this is not a oh Alex Grinch does this and he plays too much man or too much high shell or whatever the football of a vernacular might be it's a hey this is exactly the same movie I've seen before it's a really cool movie and the ending sucks right you can i think that's the appropriate analogy it's like mm. this guy makes great movies but i always walk out of there going god that ending really sucked <laughs> and Stephen and, King. and and that's what this is it's a great movie with a great lead actor it's incredibly exciting there's car chases and crashes and explosions and then it's like wait who did it that that sucks that doesn't even make any sense that's the usc and oklahoma football programs under lincoln riley um Okay, so I, I, I think for me, that that caller is actually a perfect example of saying, guys, uh, you know, yes, I know there was some stuff they didn't do well, but I, I do look at this, and the worst thing you could have, and I'm just going to use Los Angeles as an example, the worst thing you could have as a sports franchise in Los Angeles is nobody really has any interest in you, and it's not that they don't want to have interest in you is that you've created a team or a culture, whatever the case is, where nobody really cares. The Lakers, there's people always going to be obviously passionate about. Dodgers, they're going to be passionate about. They're going to, one way or the other, whether those two franchises are playing well or they're not, that microphone sometimes only gets louder when they're playing bad. Mm -hmm. USC has a great, phenomenal fan base here in Southern California. We all know that. Everybody knows that. But what happened over the last X amount of years, we just kind of stopped talking about them. We just kind of stop saying, there's nothing really to talk about. That's the worst position that you can be in. I think the position that they're sitting in today, because, and maybe this is, maybe Trav, maybe we're blind to this. All of a sudden, within one year, our expectations changed so dramatically. But but I think they created that, right? Like, they didn't, it wasn't because um, they started the season out two and two, and we just decided, hey, let's just talk about them, because Lincoln Riley is here. They started out the season a certain way. They went almost, I mean, uh, I know they lose a game against Utah, but they were put themselves in a position where all of a sudden we started saying, wow, they beat UCLA. Wow, they beat Notre Dame. This is it, guys. They have a legitimate, if they just win this one game, they go to that college football playoff. 
maybe that hype machine started too early. It, it's it's the classic thing that I say. I, I say this probably nearly as much as I say along the way, right, Emily? I say sometimes I will say this <laughs> that two things can be true at the same time, and we are early. That this was an incredible turnaround. But the other thing that is true is that this is the same problem Lincoln Riley has had everywhere he's gone. The, yeah, that, the, and, and, and that you have to, you have course, to connect those together. You, yep. you, you'd be foolish not to. That, that you can't, because this isn't – USC and Oklahoma are very similar. They are blue-blood programs with tons of great athletes, tons of tradition, Heisman Trophy winners, passionate fan bases, compete for conference championships, compete for national championships, do all of these things. This is the same job, just in a bigger place with slightly more tradition. And it was the same result. So it's not premature. It, it's, it's premature in the sense that it happened once here at SC, but it happened multiple times at his other spot, which is remarkably similar. That yeah, it's both. Well, and and just to you know play off of along it, I think th- along the way, <laughs> along the way. Sometimes I don't know when you're going to use it. I don't you know even I mean? know that I do use it, but apparently it's my uh, my crutch. You don't. You don't. You have no idea when you say it. I really don't. I tell you when you use it most. When I feel like you're thinking of what's coming up next, that's when you use it. Could be. Look, I obviously use it a lot. Taylor, you need to get like like some bridge. sort of bell sort of situation. That way, if I hear it out loud, I'll go, oh, I just did it again. We should we should <laughs> ding me every time that I say it. It's like when you know, you're trying to cut back on the F word and you have to put $5 or a dollar into the swear jar every time you say it. <laughs> you only know you're doing it when you get dinged for it. I'm down $220 this morning. <laughs> <laughs> at, a dollar, at a dollar an F-bomb? <laughs> I got, okay, quick story here. So I thought... Carlo had mentioned to me yesterday, I thought we were going to live stream today. So he's kind of telling me, hey, this is what you'll need to do. You'll have your phone set up, whatever. I'm obviously down in San Diego. Bro, I moved everything today. I think half of the Bible is on my mom's wall. Okay. (laughs) All right. Photos from like 25 years ago. I cleared off everything. And then Carlo sent me a a text. He's like, uh, hey, we're not not live streaming today. I'm like, cool. That sounds good. Thank you. So all I heard from you right there was that there are pictures of you from 25 years ago that I would very much like to see. So if you can hold those up to your camera at some point, I'd very much like to see what 15-year-old Alan Slee would look like. I'd like to see that. He's an interesting-looking fellow. (laughs) We all were. Look, at 15, nobody was looking like they'd like to look. Everybody's got a little bit of a... Had a lot of hair. Let me tell you that. Oh, I believe you. More hair than you can imagine. (laughs) Ashley coming up next only... Ask Jorge. It is Ask Jorge. Yes. Send them on in at Travis Rogers, at Alan Sliwa, and of course you can call as well. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. That's coming up next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, so Wednesday has become an ask another member of the ESPN 710 um, team. And we've had Mason, we've had Ireland, we've had Momo, uh, we've had a handful of people come through today. Had LeBron, had... <laughs> oh, you should get to work on that. That would be amazing. We had everybody. <laughs> that would be great. Today is Ask Jorge. 
course, Jorge is the producer on Mason and Ireland. Jorge is an old teammate of mine on SC pregame shows, the morning shows. Jorge, good morning. How you feeling, my friend? Hey, buenos dias. Buenos dias. Everybody, by the way, everybody loves Jorge. Yeah. What's up, fools? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready, Jorge? You know how this works, right? I don't need to explain it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. Let's oh, go. Okay, here we go. Brian Meza writes, yeah. Jorge, you're on death row. <laughs> this is how we're starting. <laughs> I love this one. Uh, you're on okay. death row. You're granted a last meal. What's yeah. on the plate? Give me one of those spicy sandwiches we had that one time. That way I can't forget about what's about to happen to me and just worry about how freaking my mouth <laughs> that's is. Good answer. <laughs> Jorge, that's a good answer. Spicy sandwiches. Okay, so that that's the sandwich, the Howlin' Rays that we got yeah. that Travis loved. Travis a lot. Travis the about all spice. Whatever it was called. It was it was the Grim Reaper. Don't yeah, eat exactly. anything that has the word Grim Reaper in it, I think is the lesson <laughs> of, of that. Okay, Jorge, I got one. Um I'm a big fan, I'm a big listener, uh Alan Sliwa. <laughs> Um, yeah. Jorge, you have ranked in the past carne asada at number six really in your power. Go, you, you really want yes. to go over <laughs> yes. this again? Okay. Well, no, this is what I want. I just want the details of it. So carne asada is ranked number six, so it's out of your top five. Can right. you give us your power rankings one through five so we have a better idea? Yeah, we go carnitas is one. Pastor is two. I'll do chicken three. Uh, what else? What That's else? awesome. What else? Those two and yeah. then chicken. <laughs> yeah, those two and then chicken. <laughs> Lengua? Oh, no. Heck no. Never. Lengua never, never had it. I, I, I had it once. They tricked me to eat it. But, you know, <laughs> I, I never had that. <laughs> uh, so number four will be, I guess I, I can do a fish taco. Yeah. And then five. Um, what, is car- is Cardi Asada moving into the top five? <laughs> no, 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 no. No. You know, I'll have a Taco Bell before I have uh, you know, a Cardi Asada. See, Cardi Asada is too easy. That's like your go-to. You can get that in a quesadilla. You can get that in a torta. Like, you can get carne asada anywhere. Basically, everywhere. it's cooked the same way. He, he might yeah, be the only not. person I know in life that has <laughs> carne asada out of his top five. Six. Six. Like the <laughs> Six. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one here. This is from Kevin Feruda. I like yeah. this. This is good. Um, it says, Jorge, if you had to teach Spanish to an ESPN LA team member, not Sedano, who yeah. would be your best student? Easy. Bergman. Mm. Why? Because look, I did a uh, for game of games. You know, we do game of games in the afternoons, and I did a ga- I, I did a uh, spelling bee with a twist on it. It was going to be Spanish words, and the only one that guessed most of my words was Bergman. He guessed them right. Does he have any sort of? Does he have like one out of ten? Does he have like two Spanish literacy, or is he got no, no, even he, better than that? No, he ended up winning the game that night or that day, that afternoon. So like Bergman's, you know, really good with his Spanish. So you know, he'll pick it up faster than anybody else, I believe. Who would pick it up faster, me or Al? Uh... Next question. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer, answer is probably Emily. <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brian writes, who is on your ESPN 710 radio Mount Rushmore? So I'm assuming this is anybody that you've worked with. How long have you been at the station, Jorge? Uh, seven years. Seven years. So in seven years, yeah. you got to pick four people and put them on Mount Rushmore. Uh, I'll go Travis. I'll go Mason. I'll go... Um, Michael, and uh, I'll put Key on there too. 
So am, am I George Washington and then Key's like <laughs> Abraham the, Lincoln or what? That's, uh, I don't know the order, however <laughs> that goes, man. <laughs> I like it. I, look, I'm just glad that I'm on there. That's That yeah, makes yeah. me feel very, very good. Ooh, this is a good one. You ready, Al? This is, this is kind of interesting to see what he thinks of both of us. Okay. Uh, Lakers man 805 writes, Slee and Trav are both arrested, but not at the same time or the same place. What are yeah. they being arrested for? Uh, let's see. Travis will probably me and like you probably get arrested for dining and dashing. <laughs> 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 you probably get busted for that. We don't know what restaurant either. He just <laughs> exactly. Sleewalk. I heard you say uh, you want to come up with some type of jail punishment for yeah. John. I, I don't know what you would yeah. get arrested for. Man. <laughs> you gotta be careful with those quiet ones, and you're one of those quiet ones, my yeah. friend. <laughs> yeah, sure. Tax evasion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we do your taxes? <laughs> That yeah maybe maybe because I was calling out the IRS yesterday. <laughs> well, they fired eighty thousand agents, so that's fine. Everything everything will be yeah. just great. <laughs> All right, let's go you to got the nothing next to worry one. about anymore. This is from our pal John in Huntington Beach of Fullerton. Uh, he says, "What's your philosophy <laughs> on how to deal when a Latina is heated at you asking for me <laughs> himself, John Castillo?" <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. I don't understand that one. He, he wants to know your uh, methodology when your wife gets mad at you because he, too, has a Latina wife. Oh, no. I, no. I just, it's one of those where, like, listen, uh, count to 10. I'll be outside. I'll come back right in, and then we can have a conversation. I don't like, you know, this whole arguing thing. Like, it's just one of those. I, I, don't, I don't like getting into this. Like, okay, relax. We're going to be screaming back and forth. We're not going to get anywhere. So it's just... Just take okay, a second how, and how angry does coming. she get when you say, hey, count to 10? I'm going to go <laughs> Emily, into another like this room. this is a <laughs> siren for you to wait in right yeah, I think Emily relax. just lost it. Emily <laughs> just lost it. If she starts like, you know, I'm like, okay, now take it to 20. <laughs> <laughs> He's just counting out loud? Oh, that's probably not going to help. Francis, Francis in Glendale has uh, Team Salsa Roja or Salsa Verde. Why? Oh, uh it depends on the taco, I guess. I guess if, if I'm going to put it on meat, I, I, I use uh, roja. You know, uh, if I'm going to use it on chicken, then I go with a verde. Or so it just depends on the taco. Like I like both. It just depends on the taco. You know. See, that's way too nuanced. We 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 we, we, <laughs> we, we want somebody just to say that one is stupid and one is great. That's actually the no, right no. answer. Okay, right. so I go have, verde. I, if I got to pick one, I'm picking verde. Yeah, now I'm going red. Fine, let's pick one. I'm going red. All right. Red is just you know, it, it's just different chilies. It, it, it's just better. Here's one more from Positively Black. How, how do you look, or how badly do you look down on people who put ketchup on their tacos? Is there, are we sure Marcellus doesn't have a burner account that yeah, he texts no. underneath? Uh, that's just ridiculous. Do you have a different one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but there there aren't too many. I don't know many people that are putting no, ketchup on their tacos. You know, okay, this is one of my good friends. One of my good friends, Lalo, he, uh, he puts ketchup on ceviche. I'm like, what are you doing? Like ketchup on, on ceviche? ceviche? Yes. That's, that's something where I'm like, dude, like, no. Like, that's just, you don't, that's a, don't do that. All right. So let's see. This is from Ivan and Rovis. Lee, this one involves you. It's kind of an ask Slee and, and Jorge. You get to be the judge in this one. It says, have Slee ask uh, what his favorite entrees are and see if Jorge answers correctly for Slee. So give me your top three uh, Mexican food entrees, Al, and Jorge, you judge his list. Okay. Jorge, I don't think you're going to like it, but um, okay, 
every time I go to get Mexican food, I always yeah. get a carne asada burrito. Always. Okay, okay yeah. so right out the gate, I could tell that you're not going to like that. Yeah. Um, Fish tacos is a big one for me, too, and maybe that's the growing up in SD, San Diego. Fish tacos yeah. is a big one for us. And I want grilled. I don't need them battered. I'll take my fish tacos grilled. Um, okay, the last one. If I need, like, a real – this one's going to be uh, – do I know that? I'll go enchiladas. I'll do enchiladas just because I like the sauce and everything else. Those would be my three. What kind of enchiladas, red or green or mole? Uh, Green. What's in the enchilada? Um, cheese, I, I, I would go. I would go chicken. I would go chicken yeah. in my enchiladas. All right, so I would rank um enchiladas, fish tacos, and asada shouldn't even be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's like even, hey, what, what's even worse? That corner, it's great. What's, Jorge, what's even worse? It's not even just car- carne asada. It's a California burrito. So I have fries <laughs> in my burrito. Oh yeah, <laughs> no man. <laughs> nah, man. That's the right answer. Nah. One more, Jorge. Also, food and party related. Uh, you're having to get together at your house for the big game. What yeah. are you cooking, and what's in the cooler? Uh. You know me, I'm a beer guy, so I'm going to have Modelos or, or, or whatever in the cooler, and I'll leave them overnight so they get nice and cold, you know? Uh, Thank you. And then, and then I would go with ceviche. That, that just, it's just a very, like, you can have that anytime. Like, yeah. I love, like, like, last Super Bowl I had friends over at my place, and then I, I just made ceviche, and, and we all just, uh, you know, ate ceviche that day. It's just easy. Right, Trav, Trav, you're not Trav, you're not a spice guy. If the ceviche is too spicy, are you leaving it alone? It's nice. You see, you're you're mischaracterizing my spice aversion. I am averse to that one particular sandwich spice profile. Like I can eat jalapenos and you just don't need Carolina Reapers. I just don't need that ever again. I'm okay with spicy. I just don't need that along the way. Jorge, you and I have known each other for a long time, and we we get along really really well. But the fact that you put your beer on ice the night before, oh yeah. You it's and pretty I, we're, we're pretty kindred. This, you That's and I are coming from the same spot. It'll be beer and tequila, you know, my place. Done. Let's Done. Do Good job, my friend. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you, R.A. Appreciate you it, it, brother.